and welcome to episode 376 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And the man who's a beast, the running man. He's so fit, so unbelievably fit, and doesn't he know it? It's Tony Esmond. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's just the three of us this week. Yeah, no guests. Yeah. Some good old-fashioned comics talk. Um, I know um, you lovely people out there like it sometimes when we just go off on one for an episode. Um, there will be. We asked um, our lovely listeners for some questions, and they did not disappoint. So we've got uh, um, a few questions to answer. We've got some recommends late, later in the show. Um, and it's just going to be uh, nonsense for the next couple of hours. Oh, I've got to give some feedback on Bridlington as well, haven't I? I forgot about that. Indeed. Oh, which course, is what, yeah, which sure. are, what, Well, what... Uh, Blimey, already I start on. I'm so excited, I don't know what to talk about. Actually, probably, <laughs> I should start with uh, thanking our sponsors, Comic House. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lovely Comic House, who are still with us after all this time. Um, no, they are our sponsors, and they are a brilliant place, an indie marketplace that loves indie comics as much as we do. Um, and we like them quite a bit, because we talk about them every week. Mm. So there you go. I did, did a you... bit of uh, guerrilla marketing on uh, for Comic House. Did yeah. you dress up, dress up like a gorilla? No, sadly not. That would have been a better option. But I posted up a video of me using the app in like a comic creators group because they were talking about why doesn't there an app exist that's like uh, Comicsology? And I was like, well, what about this Comic House? Ah, yeah, nice. Uh, he, there you go. He's he's earning going the above bucks. and beyond there. We don't um, even get any more money for that, do we? No, uh, no, no. But payment get... to access access to the the app is more than enough for exactly. Yeah, us. Because um, if you go to their digital app, there's loads of stuff on there at the moment. If you go to comichouse.com, there's you'll see there's a huge selection of titles on the database itself. And if you're a, if you self publish your own comics, you can add yours on there. And uh, it's another avenue to get get your books out into the world, wide world, as mm. is the app that Dan has been shilling to anyone and everyone that listen. Um, and it's a brilliant app. There's loads of small press and indie comics from all over the world on there, being added to all the time. What's on there at the moment, Dan? We've got Cinevore Issue 1, uh, Submit or Die Volume 1, Issue 1, Samantha Fox World, Volume 1, and Caspian Porter, Volume 1, Issue 2, The Savage Outcasts of Rooster Valley. There you go. Ooh, I, like that. I, like, new one. I like the emphasis you put in that, Dan. No, I, gave, I remember I gave this the big talk about last week. The Caspian yeah. Porter. Oh, okay. Writing, oh, of course you did, yeah. He's yeah, writing a big yeah. dinosaur. And it feels like an eternity because we, we've uh, last recorded on a Friday, didn't we? Don't, 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 yeah. go, don't show him behind the oh, curtain. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I like them riding. No, no, they know, they, know, they know we're unprofessional. Um, especially Comic House because they've had to listen to these sponsorship ads for ages. But thank you very much to them for sponsoring the show. If you're a creator as well and you have work on the app, you can add profile pictures, social media links and stuff. So if people mm. read, read your comic and want to know where to find more, you know, it's, it's a perfect sort of uh, yeah drug. Just and put like, it in your veins. Like other comic apps, when you click on the creator's name, you can see the entire list of comics that they've worked on. Uh, and if they're on the app, you can read them. Exactly. And there's guests old and probably new on there. And if you want to find out more and start a 14-day free trial, go to comichouse.com today. Um, today, the day that you're listening to us. On a Monday, well, it may not be a Monday. Um, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Statistically, happy, happy it may be Monday to Wednesday, but it can be other days. You're yeah, yeah. Or it could be other months, could be other years, whenever you listen to this. Hopefully show. not Sunday, that's the Lord's Day. Exactly. What's happening? Or Christmas Day, that's for little baby Jesus. Yeah, no one listens to us on Christmas Day. I'll tell you what, if... if <laughs> not you, even our wives. If, I do. If any, any of our lovely listeners... 
listen to this show, not this particular episode, but you know, if you're a regular listener, if you listen to our episode on Christmas Day and you show us proof of it, all three of us will draw something for you. Hey? Don't yeah. you? Yes, yeah. you as well, Tony, because you've I'll draw been, around something you've, for you. You've, you've been using the charcoals and the, <laughs> and the crayons. So. I feel like if you're uh, listening to this show on Christmas Day, you've got to make some, some changes in your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the thing is, this, this is has anyone doing. Has anyone cranked whilst listening to us? That's what I'd like. Please, I'd never want to know that. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about if it's a lady? Well, that, I presume no, that's already that, happened. No, no, no. No one should ever watch the Jason Statham films crank while they're watching it, while they're listening to us. But, but you see, you guys, you totally missed our. I, I made, I, I offered something to people. A drawing that they're clearly yes. never going to receive because no one's going to listen to this show on Christmas Day. Well, our uh, listeners are nothing but contrarians, and they will listen yeah, to it. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm going to create a false profile just to get you to draw yeah. me something. Oh, actually, no, <laughs> let's make it interesting. We're talking about this particular episode. Okay. If you, if you oh, go yeah. back, if you go what back number is this three seven six. If you go back and yeah. listen to three seven six on Christmas Spirit Day seventy six. Yeah, and you can prove it to us. Then we we'll do a drawing. We'll do a drawing, we, and we yeah. won't tell you what it's of. Uh, <laughs> you have to include the fact that you listen to this episode, um, the fact that you're listening, some proof that you're listening to it on Christmas yeah. Day, and a picture of you naked. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> what? No, no, Tony. What have I told you about opening? Well, the they door? don't have to. Sh- what have uh, I told to you about opening? To this is <laughs> <laughs> that's an okay door. <laughs> the naked door is all right. The, na- the naked Ooh, door. Who's buying this door? No, the naked door is never all right. <laughs> but I tell you what, what is alright if it's in Carolyn Monroe's house then it's okay well as long as she knows you're there otherwise no dude she it's not It's not me. right if it, she's not she's not where you're there no it's not right it's like one hour photo well I'm the blinds guy <laughs> oh god um, yeah it's going to be that kind of week this week yeah um, but before we get stuck into some uh, listener questions and probably just laugh more than we rightfully should about stupid stuff, um, Tony, you have a little um, out and about report, don't you? Yeah, yeah, con report. I know it's been a while since we've had a con report, isn't it? It feels like it's ages. Mm. Yeah, really? when was the last con? I suppose it was when I went to the states, wasn't it? That was the last con. Yeah, I think so. um, the because um, we didn't record at a different time last week, you would have <laughs> been aware that I was at. Brillington Comic Con. Um, thanks to Andy, Andy Hampel, a listener, um, for inviting us. So it was a Sunday con, which is an interesting dynamic, actually. Yeah. Most of the stuff we do Saturday, isn't it? I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so it had a little bit of a different feel to it. I got there on the Saturday because it's about a four hour drive for me. So I drove up there um, and stayed in a hotel opposite, which was an awful hotel, but quite convenient. <laughs> um, and um, when I got so you could set up from I think like midday or something on the Saturday to four o'clock, which is a good idea as well. So I thought I'm just going to put my head in, you know, reserve my table with the tablecloth and stuff because I haven't got that much stock like some of these people and um, just see what's going on, you know. It was good because there was a couple of back issue sales uh, tables there that I managed to buy some back issues uh, on the Saturday before they opened, which was always fun. So I did that and Andy was there and I spotted him. We've never actually met before, but I spotted him from his photograph, I think on his on the group or something. And, um, as I walked up to him, I could hear he was talking to someone like it was an interview. Um, and he was talking about small press and the sort of benefits 
creatively of small press and you know it's a really growing field and all this sort of thing and i thought oh, i'm sort of clocking oh, that's really interesting what you're saying there and so i waited for him to finish gave it five minutes and then went over and introduced myself you know mm. and um he was, he was great and he said i've just been on the right ra- on the radio talking about the comic-con so he was promoting the small press area at the comic-con on the radio which is great as well when have we ever had that it's nice isn't it yeah mm. it's really good yeah so those that don't know and perhaps haven't listened to previous episodes he gave um to small press creators we got a free table and I think there was, what, seven or eight of us, I think. Um, and we got the top balcony. of It's like a concert venue, you know. Um, we got the top. We got the balcony, basically. It's not a top balcony. It's just the balcony, um, which historically has been an issue, isn't it? And I remember that's what the London Film and Comic Con people were part of what they were moaning about was the balcony, wasn't it? Mm. This one was um, he made the efforts to send people up there. So he would announce on the Tannoy system all the time that we were up there. And what he did is at one end of the, so you come in one door and it's, it's, it's like a, not a circular balcony, but it goes backwards and forwards, you know. So at one end was the comic art exhibition from John Cooper. Um, and at the other end was the, um, quite cunningly, was the Lego Activity Center. And in front of our tables was the sort of rest area where all the people could sit and watch what was going on over the balcony. So it was really busy. The footfall was great. Um, and so just some of the names. So I went out on the Saturday night with, Andy and his mate Gideon and a guy called Tony and it was joined by Mr. and Mrs. PXD. They came out and so it became quite a boozy night out the night before. So that's quite nice, isn't it? It's like the that's old school convention, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Um, so at it was Mr. and Mrs. PXD. They had a table next to me. Uh, Damien and Helena, so they were releasing Art92 there. Um, uh, sorry, they were re- they were launching Clear Run from Art92. Um, Ian Ashcroft brought his daughter Eva along um, and gave me some great artwork, actually. I don't know if have you seen some of Eva's artwork. Didn't he post them in the ACP Slack group? I think he did. We're not allowed to swear in this bit because he's going to let her listen to it. Okay. But um, yeah, really impressive. You can see that the uh, the old art genes have been passed down there. I've got to tell you. Hey. So um, Ian and Eva were there. A lady called Una, who's, who's a small press comics creator, who was hilarious, and we had a good chat with her. Gemma Sharp was there. Um, got, finally got to chat to her. I mentioned her books a few times. Um, and I just sort of was up and down chatting to people throughout the day. I did. We did okay for sales, man. We didn't do brilliantly, but we did pretty well. You know, better than some conventions. I think I sold more there than I did at Thought Bubble. You know, um, and we were just sort of generally chatting, and it was a nice environment. And it was, I think, it was like eleven to four. I'm going to say off from, from memory. Okay. Um, nice, easy setup and breakdown. Nice in and out of the venue. We got to. You got. You like this. We got to use the um, green room there. He cunningly let us use the green room, which was nice because it was air conditioned and there was free teas and coffees, free sandwiches, um, free twiglets, you know, this sort of thing, <laughs> biscuits. So we, <laughs> I saw Sean as a party come back with like eight cups of coffee in his hand, you know, pockets full of twiglets. And um, but the I missed this. So um, Andy, I won't say who because it would be wrong of me to divulge the person who did this. But Andy come up and says, we've had a bit of a drama in the green room, Tony. I went, oh, right. OK. And he said, uh Someone has kicked off in there. One of the celebrities has kicked off in there because um, there was no plate for his sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) And I won't say who it is. I can't say who it is, Ma. Anyway, I won't say who that is. Um, I don't get the reference, so I don't have to to get it after the show. I'll text you with it in a minute. Um, But (laughs) it was was all right, man. I I had a good time. We did have a laugh. So we met in the hotel bar um, and whilst they were having bingo. 
um, and we got quite heavily shushed by the bingo ladies. That was quite hilarious. That's fucking serious business. Yeah, we were chatting, and and, um, and I heard this loud shush, and I went, did we just get shushed? And he went, yeah, that was us. And then the worst comedian on the planet, who um, is described as the top Yorkshire comedian, Joey Howard, on the billboard downstairs, turned up, who we then immediately Googled, and he got buzzed off four buzzers on Britain's Got Talent. I did watch that. It was fucking... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was sank. Yeah. Um yeah, so it was it was worthwhile. I would say if you're local, definitely do it. Um it's he's trying to he's trying to open it up to having a small press comics area. There were back issue sellers there. It is generally a sort of celeb and cosplay and Funko and T shirts and mm. stuff like that. It's one of those conventions. Of course it is. It has has to be at that, I think, to survive in a town like yes. this, you know. Yeah. But the he is making the effort to make it for small press and i know he's maybe next week i've got the, the date in front of me for the new one um but he is it's open again for next year oh so, fair play to him man anyone yeah, can fucking get up to us and make do a con yeah yeah and um we all had a laugh we all sort of swapped each other's comics and you know it was a bit bit like that um yeah i enjoyed it man and thanks to andy for inviting us because it was it was it was a chuckle and he as a convention organizer he put that effort out to like meet up with us in the evening have a beer have a chat about the scene oh, you know that sort of thing so yeah I, I found it a very positive experience um and nobody moaned about it no everyone thought it was great you know it's a free table yeah, you know it's nice yeah. nice seeing i see mm. damien i think it was damien and helena's first con since covid okay which was pretty good and i, I yeah. saw that um clear run was sort of um doing really well i think that was good i only talking about it later i think that book could do well at other events not just the comic yeah, I think mm, so. Gone. Yeah, it's got yeah. that kind of appeal. Yeah, but um, the green room was funny. Yeah, um, kicking off a fucking. You've had an incident. A plate <laughs> for a sandwich. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm texting you now. Um, oh God. Uh, with who it was. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's pl- at least he's standing character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Where's well, the um, fucking plate for the sandwich? Boom, boom, boom. Right, <laughs> 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 Ma. Um, thankfully, we're not uh, divas like that because um, we oh. we eat out of bins and off floors uh, whenever we're at a convention. So we keep it classy. Uh, <laughs> I've been a few things at conventions, I can tell you that. But um, speaking of uh, classy, we had. Um, like I say, we put a shout out to some questions to our lovely listeners, all you wonderful people out there. Um, I mean, it'd be fairly last minute the the call for questions. We've got those um, still coming in now, but like there's yeah. there's loads. We had loads, and I think although sometimes I don't, I think if you ask earlier in the week, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get more more questions because it's just whenever anyone sees the post, isn't it? So obviously lightning struck, and thank you to everyone that responded on we went uh, viral on the Twitters. Not the first we did time a, that we've all gone viral. A lot of questions between ourselves, didn't we? Made up, and then we thought, "Oh fuck, we'll, yeah. we'll stick them on the back burner." Yeah. And do we want to do two of those first because one of them does tie into one of the questions we got, didn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so um, how, how do you want to start this off? I mean, we start a, with the dinner party one. That's the most fun I, one. I, I've, got, I've got the list in front of me yeah. on the Twitter. So. Shall we Shall we do the, the ones that we did in the WhatsApp first? So the first one we'll do is Comics Dinner Party. You get to invite two creators, they can be living or dead, and one comics character. So I think I'm going to say my one. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have Stan and Jack 
and oh, man. Yeah. me and um, Ben Grimm. Oh, that's a good one, man. That's where I'd sit there. I'd sit there having a chat with them. Ben Grimm, he's the heart and soul of the Marvel Marvel Universe, isn't he? I feel like they would all get on there. Yeah, mm. I think so. Not sure yeah. you have to get a word in edgeways, T. But... <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Get thrown out because the thing, smoke, yeah. thing and Jack are smoking cigars. You know, it'd be one of those, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know. yeah. What about you, Dan? Uh, I had mine, and then Tony's kind of like, after hearing his, he's kind of like rocked mine a little. Oh, no, I, feel, uh, I think I'd really like to uh, speak to Kurtman as a writer like okay. I've, I've kind of really like his stuff and the way he approaches stuff I, I feel like kind of I could uh, fucking gas all night for that man uh, after doing some art today like I was looking at for his stuff and it's uh, Jeff Darrow I've never oh, I yeah. don't know anything about the guy but just to kind of like That's funny okay he's done Thought Bubble a few times oh really yeah uh, okay. yeah he's I'd, really I'd nice chance, dude chance, very chance dry yeah and the character that's a fucking harbour man uh, I did think like Superman something like that cause, Vampirella yeah that'd be great <laughs> that would be fucking great yeah Vampirella Red Son yeah um, I'd go for someone yeah, a bit off the wall like that yeah <clears throat> well my dinner party for the creators I'd have uh, Dan Butcher and Tony Esmond <laughs> hey. and for the guest I'd have Lady Death <laughs> oh yes <laughs> <laughs> We'd all give it a go, wouldn't yeah. we? Yeah. We'll try and chat her up. Yeah. yeah. If you could have sex we'd all get Bruce Lee murdered. We'd all get Bruce Lee yeah. murdered. But if you could have sex with her for a night, would you knowing that you'd die at the end of it, would you do it? No. I would. Be worth it, wouldn't it? Gotta die sometime. Go. Gotta die sometime. Yeah. But what if okay, okay, let's let's add a layer to this then. Yeah. What if halfway through the act it's not very good? Well, it's going to be, because I'm good, aren't I? What if she isn't very good? In what way do you mean not good? What way do you mean not good? What? Dan? Dan? <laughs> you brought it here. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you open the door, Vince. Don't oh, open no. the door if you don't want it, Vince. Oh, God, the naked door was opened, and that's why you shouldn't <laughs> open it. That's why you shouldn't open anyway. it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, good. Right, next question. It'd be a fondue party, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Make it that well, like the, sharing food is not the done thing, man. Oh, that's, that's not true. that's the thing you have a problem with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not yeah. a dirty brown eye in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> I've no qualms about. I'll, that. I'll do. I'll do. <laughs> I would do anything for love, but I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm, doing not, that. I'm not sharing a fondue. I'll do anything for love, but I won't take it up with Gary Glitter. <laughs> that classic Viz cover, one of my favourites ever. Oh God! Anyway, what was the second question? Fuck me, taking this fucking off road already. Let's, let's just fucking right. go for it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Let's go. Next one's Woo! a serious one. So next Come one on. is a quite a serious one. So it's how do you benchmark your progress as a creator? Now this can also add into the one we got from Tom Stewart, Uramix, U R A M Y X on um, Twitter. Um, do you feel that profit means anything when selling comics, or is it about getting your comics in front of folks? And does it mean nothing about it? Uh, is it just about getting your, your ideas on mm. the printed page? I've, mm. I've reduced that question, but yeah. I, so I think they, I think they can both be joined. Yeah. Um, so guys, what do you think? Do you want to go, D? I honestly think this one. I've been pondering this for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. And it is massively subjective because some people, mm. like the first time they ever make their own comic and it gets printed, delivered to them, they've fucking made it. Like that's it. Like yeah. they they've ticked that box. If they they want to go on and do further from there it's kind of up to them uh 
the, the kind of person who sees that they wants to i'm not casting expressions on anyone like if they want to make a comic and well i want to make money out of this mm. that's fine and they may if they earn a thousand pounds on this comic two Look, if, the next, if their intention is going into it to make money i've got no problem it's the no. way that they then go about selling it that sometimes i feel is embarrassing shameless um uh, trashy yeah. sometimes yeah. you know that's when i have the problem but if you're going in into the world to make a comic t- to make money then i've got no problem with that as as, as it a sentiment but for me mm. yeah say if i uh, did a kickstart kickstart a couple of comics and what my second comic earned two thousand pounds and the next one one made five thousand pounds is that third comic better than the second comic because they made double the money no that's no. what i mean like how, how would you benchmark the fact that how has my craft improved did my uh yeah, I'm I agree, man. I th- I like you. I've thought about this a lot, and to me, sales mean nothing. Social media clout means absolutely nothing. Uh, means Re- reviews yeah. mean nothing. It's all inauthentic measurements for my yeah. comic. You can't. You know, how many things that the likes gets on social media or whatever like that is, is a fucking empty purse. I think this what, constant think, chasing of retweets. Yeah, yeah. I find it very. I think one of the most valuable things. Um, in a comic creator's existence, no matter them being like you know the, the biggest names in the industry or someone just starting out, um, never mind how many you sell, the num the numbers don't matter. Whether it be the I mean, I'm getting to the point in a second. In terms of like how many retweets you got, how many copies you've sold, how many likes you had on social media, all all this stuff. Most important thing is your reputation. And. Because you could be as successful as anything for a good couple of years, and if you act like a dick, it will go. There will be, there will be publishers that won't work with you because because of your reputation. That's where it's gone, isn't it? That's the modern world, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not just um, oh, this person's selling a lot. This person is selling a lot, and they were horrible at this place, or they were horrible at that. They're difficult to work with. That gets around, without yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you have to be careful. It's 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 dangerous because the reputation is also falls into that he said, she said, that they yeah. said. You know, all of that. It's I think, which is why some of the the strongest lights for me with the sort of up and comers or well, I say up and comers, they're now legit uh, mainstreamers are the people who are just doing the work and promoting the work and just like just read this, it's good. We always go back to Ram V, but I always mm-hmm. do. Um, but he's just a guy that just. Martin Simmons, Martin, Martin, Martin Simmons. Simmons yeah. These, these yeah. are good people who are just just doing the work, loving the work, promoting. Work and you know who's love. the new one of those? Hopefully, Edison Neo. He's the new guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Be speaking a bit more yeah. about him later. Um, yes, it's just people that are just like, oh, just recut. This is just good comics. Look, it's see, it's know. it's weird, man, because I want to I want to sort of almost bring it back into something away from that. I don't. Mm. only this is personally how i feel about it so when i'm so the the question that dan poses how do you benchmark your progress which Mm. is kind of which we kind of link to the sales Mm. thing which i don't think i think is an inauthentic linking in a way um it's a key network but but some people would market that yes exactly and that's why we yeah i agree man yeah that's why we talked about it together but the the, how do you benchmark your own progress is i think people it's not a competition in this world it's purely an art form and as I create it, as I create, it's different because I'm a writer, I suppose. But as I'm writing it, I want to look at it and I want to make sure that I'm doing my best work. That's, and, that's and exactly I'm communicating, it. Yeah. And I'm communicating yeah. 
what I want to communicate in the way I want to do it in a comic. Yeah. That's that's everything. It's the taking a little bit of me, taking a little bit of what I want to do and being successful in communicating and creating what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing that, and because I write all different kinds of books, as we all do, if yeah. I'm doing that, then I find that I'm happy. I may, I'm never satisfied. No. I know there's always something different I could do with a book. But I'm, but that's, that's, I'm happy that's with the, the creation. That's the creative that's the mindset. Enjoyment. That's, Mate, that's all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Anything is... beyond that, getting it printed and in your hand is kind of nice. But that's that's to me, that's the bit that really, really sparks with me, that I really feel yeah. enriched if I get it on paper and I get this out and I express myself in a way I want to do. And I think if that's what you want to do and, and you're just interested in it as an art form, that's all I want to do personally. I, I think, like, yeah. and, and like further to that, as an art form, when you're working on these things... Um, I think as every individual is, everyone's constantly learning and growing just in just in every form of of your day to day life, and it's never more prevalent than with the creative stuff. You know, you you constantly want to feel like you're just growing. If you're making the same thing over and over and over and over again, personally, I don't see how anyone can be um, create creatively sort of fulfilled with that. I mean, I, I yeah. think I think you want to. You want to look at your. You want to look back at the work you've done, and be be pleased with it. You know, you you can be. There are people who have written stuff that they have absolutely loved. It's probably been may have been a critical and financial failure, mm. and that's heartbreaking. But at least they'll look at that work and go, "I'm really pleased with what I did." See, the thing is, there. though, that the, the financial thing is is neither here nor there. Yeah, look at yeah. some of the great popular things throughout history; they've been absolute <sighs> shit. You know, yeah. you, oh, you, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. twenty million people watch the X Factor; mm. it's still crap. Yeah, yeah. But the the thing about the critical thing, I think, is also now a false lead. Yes, the critical. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so besmirched by you know what they think what they think people want to say who's yeah. fucking selling them yeah. the we saw copy. we saw it early and we don't want to lose the connection to seeing things early so we can't say anything yeah. bad yeah um, so there's very few reviewers with credibility i think and yeah. i think both those things you can disregard them these days if you're creating something don't worry about mm. it mm. yeah yeah i feel yeah. like kind of feedback is kind of a, a a useful tool like if you can get a couple of people only if it's coming from an honest place dan that's what yeah yeah Yeah, if you can get a couple of people who can be real with you and say Mm. look this is really working or this isn't working that is absolutely invaluable as a creator and Mm. because i feel like how how do i calibrate myself with what i'm doing is better than what i did a week ago yeah i mean and it's trying to find those reference points you're the critic yourself as well though aren't you like with with you gotta be honest with yourself because you'll look back on you know the creator that we aren't the creators that we are now are not the creators that we were five years ago do you know what i mean that doesn't mean that the the work five years ago was bad quite the contrary yeah it, it, it can be amazing but it's sometimes it's interesting to look back and just be like oh well i do that differently but i'm yeah but it's just like the, the, the kind of the ability to judge your mm. perceived growth or not like uh, we've all come across creators who kind of like think what they're doing now is what they've done they've done it better in the past or whatever yeah. and then you think well actually i'm not sure about that mate like yeah uh, i feel like what you did a couple of years ago i feel yeah. you really found your group yeah. but now you've kind of not- well, i think uh, that's why i think that the indie world is better because we're not all being watered down by the feelings of you know a big mm. company or a tv studio or something like that we, yeah you know it's the old story about the you know the early stuff by you know great novelists and musicians and mm. stuff they're generally better aren't they yeah. and until yeah. they get 45 people in the mix to point them and prodding them and asking them and yeah you know, you know. I think the thing is, we it's it's such a distilled down to the actions of one or two, maybe three people these days. Comics, isn't it? That it's such mm. a beautiful little pure art form. I think I'm glad it's like that. 
I don't I'm, when I say it, I don't care when I go to I'm Bridlington I, we did okay and I don't really but I just don't care whether I sell anything when I'm working mm. for Nobra it's different I'll stand at the table and sell their books because you know I'm getting yeah. paid to do it and everything but yeah. see, when I'm doing my own I'm not fussed yeah but also like there are a lot of creators for which if you're traveling you know the financial thing has to be a, I'll, make, I'll never major. make my money back I'll yeah. never make my money back on any of the comics I've made yeah when you factor in Paying the artist, printing the book, yeah. traveling to conventions—you know everything. I'll never make my money back. The, yeah. the biggest hit, and we've—I think we discussed this in recent years for me was uh, the last Thought Bubble we did. That was just like that. I didn't make anything in comparison to what I outlaid, but I didn't expect to go out there thinking, "Oh, I'm going to fucking be rolling in it." But you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, man, I fucking hardly sold anything there. It was, but I had a great fucking time. I went more. Yeah, for that was the, the point. Kind of social aspect. I think the Fort Bubble's become that as a social event, isn't it, now more than, yeah. you know, we know, we know we're not going to sell loads when we go there, I think, you know. This would just turn up for a pub somewhere and then mm. <laughs> yeah, no. swap yeah, comics. Yeah. And, Do what yeah. Falpy did. Yeah, he just turned up for the pub, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think in terms like, you know, if we go back to like the root of the question, like like the, the finances, I mean, us on this show, we're not looking at it like, well, we're going to make lots of money from this, you know. And most of the time it's like, it's nice if we can cover the printing mm. or something like that. That's that That's nice. Yeah, especially like um, I mean, Tony, you've got the outlay to the artists as well. But for yeah. someone like me, me and Dan, if we can cover the cover the printing, we've essentially covered the book, haven't we, Dan? That's yeah. you know, if but the, the thing for me, if you took take hidden lives, probably all in all, cost me a grand to make. Okay, okay. So, so I sell. I've sold what about four hundred, five hundred of them now. Um, it, when you factor in the fact that I've had to print them as well, and I've had to take them places to sell them. And I've had to post them to people. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, yeah. it doesn't. It just You're not going to be never, coining it in. It'll never happen, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think we always go back to like it's being creatively fulfilled. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's having, why. I having, do it. Yeah, yeah, having a way of um, not sort of it's seeing how you evolve or like you know, yeah. me- measuring your yeah. success. I think is measuring how you view yourself as a creator. I think that is this successful bit. If you can look back on your work and just be like, just be like, I'm pleased with that. That's not to say you think your work. You may not think that your work. You may see all the. We always see the things that we could have done better. But we're all aiming to do stuff we're proud of. Every one of us. Everyone. Mm. Whether you're whether you're an artist, whether you're a writer, whether you're a one man band, whether you, whatever it is. I think the good people are, Vince. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And I'm yeah. talking to those people. I only talk to good people. You know that, Tony. Um, <laughs> you know. The the people that are in it to make a name, you you can shout a name loud, and it will have an echo, but an echo dies away. It's when you get other people to repeat that name, and you don't need to say it loud. If if we read a comic and go that that critter, they're they're great, they're awesome. Let let's check out their next book. A reputation grows. A, mm. la- a loud noise dies away quickly. But something is uh, like something that lives with you, just, and that's the, the reputation, your work. Just be good people. I think that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Just be good yeah, people. Mean, make, prof, make the profit, work. Yeah. yeah, profit means nothing. To me. Profit means nothing. I mean, people don't have any money these days anyway. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like the world's a what, hard enough place. <laughs> what I said about like the kind of I've got no problem with people making money from comics and stuff, but just yeah. the fact that the idea of because your comics made more, your next comics made more than one before. How, does that make it better? And I would say no, no, no not at no, all, no, 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 not at all. And we all know the people who just hard sell stuff, and it's just painful for me. 
you know, especially if the quality's not there. Man, I, f- I fucking found that really hard for me personally as like an artist and creator. The idea of doing that is this fucking sacrosanct. I couldn't fucking do it, man. It's just yeah, I would not be able to do it. Yeah, and I, 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 I think we all know when comics come from a good place. Yeah, exactly. I hope so, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. I think um, on the flip of that, I said also like when when do you when would you what would you take as a sign to like right I've oh, done yeah, this now knock, knock this on the head. I yeah, how did you I, word that, mate? I've got that written down somewhere. Um, uh, I thought that was a really good question. Um, well, I think I think oh, if yeah. you're doing doing it for long enough and you don't care about it, if you if uh, and like sometimes that we, you know we've all done projects. Whether I mean, there, there's probably comics projects, or there's probably just your day to day life. We just like I don't care about any of this. Um, but for for a medium where we're choosing, you know, a lot of the people <laughs> listening to this show are getting involved. We're choosing to do this usually it's not our full-time job we're, we're spending time on mm. it you're spending energy you're, you're pouring your heart and soul into it um if you have and there's probably a project that you've that people have worked on that's like i didn't put everything into that like i should have if you've done five projects where you're not caring about what you're doing maybe you shouldn't be doing it find something you love yeah yeah i think the, the way you put it down was interesting you said what would you take as a clear sign to stop creating um, and you're right, Vince. I think if your heart isn't in it, stop it. Yeah, stop yeah. it. And if you're doing it for the wrong reason, stop it. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're doing it because you just want a Netflix deal, fuck off, honestly. Yeah. You know, I think that ship sailed. If it's yeah, starting right. to make you feel bad, especially like like your mental health and stuff, if you're constantly just beating yourself up because you just take a break, you don't have yeah. you don't have like if you're going, my comics will never be good enough. Everything I'm doing shit. Take a break from it. Find something mm. else. There, you know. You there come, are some people you, you out there who just are looking to be famous. Yeah. Well, there's people out there who just want to be famous. They want to be yeah. internet famous for it. That's the wrong reason as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't can't disagree. Yeah. yeah if uh, if it got to the point where I was just I just wasn't inspired to do it, then I would have a little break. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a yeah. great believer in writer's block. I just think you can work through that. But I think if if you're just not inspired to do it, then wait until inspiration hits. We're not fucking working to a deadline here, are we? Mm. You know. Um, Although to all those people working the deadlines, we love you. Keep up the good work. <laughs> I mean, sure, there's, there's got to be a, things you've done in life, activities or mm. hobbies <laughs> or something. And then you've, you've gone to a point where it's like, man, I'm not enjoying this anymore. Or I'm not getting anything out of this anymore. Just it's me, not you. Call it, call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, there's one from Simon. What would you What would you make for the Guardians four page comic competition? I've See, got an answer to this one. This I read this. Of, I read this. This is a hand grenade, and I have no. I have no context to it, so I well, I've got I I've got an answer, answer to that. What would you make? I'd make fuck all. I hate the Guardian. I wouldn't lower myself to those Twitter cucks. Is the phrase <laughs> that I would use. <laughs> They're more the Daily Mail. They can both <laughs> fucking jump in the water. <laughs> Dan, I d- I, uh, I don't know. There we go. There's, That's that question done. No, no, right. I know. There's there, near me. There's a pond, and there's a little society that that's all about. Uh, meeting up and clearing the pond for rubbish and stuff and make sure the welfare of the ducks and stuff. I'd probably make a comic about that. I reckon that'd go down a storm. I bet they're a right go, isn't yeah. they? It's right. I wouldn't yeah. like, I wouldn't hazard the guess. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, uh, if anyone, just, just on the, the off chance, if anyone sees at Messy Comics um, is worried about them, they're trapped in a dark hole and they can't get out. 
and they need some advice. Um, there is an what extra else note. Did he say? What else did he say? Yeah. It's not a bumhole, bumhole, Tony. Oh. Just to be, <laughs> just to be clear. Lie. Clearly, it is. Just to be clear. <laughs> we're talking a metaphorical hole or an actual hole, I guess. Oh, God, we're going down that route, are we? Yeah. God, this question uh, we relate to the previous question. Yeah. There's <laughs> quite an interesting one from um, someone saying, if you could make an official biography of anyone, who would it pick? Who's that from, V? Um, oh. That's that lot of, that's lotology, isn't it? Yeah. I believe yeah. it was. Yeah. That's quite a good one. Mm. I mean... I, th- I thought a bit about this. You make an, uh, an official biography. Official, it's different, isn't it, when it's official? Yeah. It's I had bi- one fucking earlier. There's a lot of people who've had biographies written about them, whether it be online or, you know, um, and I've read quite quite a few recently of them. But the one dude I think is missing, and I think it's because he doesn't, he very wisely keeps out of the light, you know, keeps out of the modern media light, but deserves a lot of credit, is Doug Munch. And I think okay. I'd like to write yeah. a book on him. I'd like to meet yeah. him and write a book on him. That's mm. what I'd do. Yeah. I think he um, deserves it. I th- I thought about this in terms of something that would be like just visually probably hugely pleasing. Just get some artists in to go really fucking hog wild on it. I'd do a biography of Tom Savini. Oh, oh yeah. that'd be a nice one, yeah. Because he you fucking know. served in Vietnam. Yeah. He's from, like, from, 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 from that, yeah. from that. And he's got a gun for a knob. Dawn of the <laughs> Dead to Sex Machine and Beyond. Um yeah, I mean, I've I've watched documentaries on him, and he's just the nicest guy. He's, anyway, he but, seems yeah. like a real dude. Yeah, he's got to be yeah. getting on a bit now, hasn't he? Must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just love Tom Savini. I think that. I also, I think the interesting people are the people with stories, aren't they? I, I, I bet you the one that I've got has already been done. Go on, what's one you got? Uh, let's just type it and see if it's been done. No, uh, tell us, tell us, Dan. First, okay, yeah. it's. Uh, the founder of Kaokashinkai Karate called uh, Masomya, who's like a, a Korean guy who kind of learned karate and then developed this style which has gone around the world now. But the amount of fucking hardships and shit that guy went through is just This unreal. was not what I thought you were going to say. No, <laughs> no? I, don't know. I was, okay. was going to say yeah. Julie Strain or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd get like, make it a, a kind of a, a manga like get a manga artist to do it as a of, comic art do it as a comic, yeah, do it as a comic. Nice. Mm. yeah, yeah like so when there's the fight scenes and stuff the manga artist obviously will absolutely fucking mm. destroy it on that element of it and then Ooh. do that I'm sure there's plenty of films about him and stuff I imagine there must be I'd like to do a comic on El Roman Cupboard he's my <laughs> favourite person <laughs> that's my uh, what's that name El Roman Cupboard oh god See messing a comic. Dan's just going down yeah, the course, internet course, rabbit hole. Of course there is. Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah, looks what, like it. What's it called? Uh, I could just see. There's a shot to the panel panels. Ah. Uh, okay. So, should we do another one? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's let's have a look here. What's, um, what's Dave Robertson's one that made me laugh? Uh, well, I tell you what, he, he said, which comic do you absolutely unequivocally hate to bits, like completely despise? <laughs> I'm not going to answer this. We've got we've got something that's coming because... that you, do, you don't like in a minute. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'm going to yeah. add my one in now, yeah. as opposed to the finger-clicking one, because the, the, the finger-clicking is a bit harsh for the person I'm going to uh, bring up. <clears throat> and it's uh, Rob Liefeld. And okay. The comics, comics by Rob Liefeld. I just I don't fucking get it. I just... I feel like I'm in a fucking loony bin <laughs> taking crazy pills. 
because I follow him on Twitter and it's a kind of like a bit of a hate follow because like he posts up pages and stuff that he's done. And I was like, man, he was doing the same fucking thing like 15 years ago. You're putting even less effort into it now. And like he obviously drops a few quid on the colorist because he just does like characters fighting in a void and gets the colorist to kind of like color in a background that he's made no marks on whatsoever. And just it's like, man, it's that one you sent through this week was like that, wasn't it? It's a shield or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, how are you getting all these fucking gigs when, like, I know a million and one people that are just fucking smoke you up, wise, but yeah, it's just the man's so lazy. There's, the way he, there's collectors out there, man, people will buy his stuff, yeah. You know, he he kind of positions himself as like this kind of like statesman of comics, and he can say what is and what isn't great, whatever. And it's like, man, this is fucking unearned in my, my eyes. I can't remember the. He put some sketch prices out, didn't he? Um, yeah, and it's one like of the a cons. Little, little signature yeah. of his, like you got to pay like fifty bucks or something. Oh god, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've got a comic. Go for it. Crock and Roll um, by Hamish Steele and George Williams. I actually think it takes the medium back fucking four hundred years, and okay, it, yeah. if you read it, it makes you more stupid. <laughs> I've never heard of that, and I'm fucking. You're lucky, I hope, man. Hope that be the last I hear of it. Yeah. I'll send I, you um, a review I found online. I'm not adding any more fuel to this fire because I want you've to. Got, love, you've got some. I want you've to got love some comics. shade to throw in a minute. <laughs> oh, oh, don't get don't get <laughs> restarted. No, anyway. yeah, I, just, I don't know, man. I just fucking see that guy's post and I, I, I send guy pictures through to you, and I, just, I just don't fucking get this. Why people are oh, well, blocking to this? Yeah. Um, hey, let's Next let's question. let's lift this up with James Gibbs. James Gibbs oh, I've not seen this. And, and the for ages. Um, he's he's a, a dude. He sent us a couple. Uh, how would you? He, he was our old con buddy back in the day as well. Yeah. Uh, how would you bring back romance comics to prominence? I feel you three middle-aged white guys have the diversity to tackle this, um, and you're absolutely right. Um, no, um, romance comics. I think bring back, bring back the sex bit of it. Eros no, comics, bring no, it back. No. That could be romance. That could the, be romance. Look, look. When romance comics were at their height, there was like there was it was in the fifth. There was no bloody sex on the page. Uh, tell you what, I think the uh, romance comics, in as much as like as a genre, I think they do all right on webtoons and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. think they do all right. Manga so does a lot of romance. Yeah. Doesn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everything. You just it's absolutely high drama. Mm. I've written a romance comic. Up. There's a lot to be- have your tea. Well, Peggy in the whole Chronicles. Of course, yeah, that's fucking tragic. Yeah. There, there's a lot to be yeah. said for an like a like a long sort of slow burn romantic angle in an ongoing comic as well. That works. A lot, a lot of a lot of the X Men's about that, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to ruin the last panel of um, the recent Superman, but and action comics, but that's romantic, man. Yeah, a lot. You know, Batman and Catwoman. You know, this sort of thing. Creators What's going on? Yeah, readers sort of like some blokes, I think, more than kind of the lady parent or balk at kind of romance stuff. But it's fucking throughout all the stuff we've kind of... I mean, the X-Men's basically a soap, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Peter Parker, Mary Jane, he's fucking... The whole thing of that is more of a teenage drama about who's... Gwen or, Gwen or Mary Jane, guys. Gwen or Mary, Gwen Jane. Or Mary Jane. Yeah. Who'd you go with, Gwen or, Gwen or Mary Jane? Who are you going to go well, with? Well, Mary, Mary Jane was the only... When I came into comics, it was Mary Jane. There was no Gwen, because yeah. um, she, yeah. she had been... Spoilers. By then. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Uh, I, it's a hard one, because kind of... Even though keep that to yourself. Gwen, Gwen passed away, like it didn't end up... Oh, God, right. Dan, that's disgusting. With, you don't have to have sex with her when she's dead. Yeah, when, uh, Dan, I suck you, if you want. It's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all, <laughs> not wine and roses with Mary Jane, is it? No, she's difficult. 
I'd probably do Mary Jane though. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Fair enough. A John Romita drawn one as well. We're getting dark again. We're yeah. It's, it's, magic. this is silly. She'll yeah. never leave Peter. Never. Exactly. Never. It's tr- it's she almost true. did in one comic I remember reading. Remember that? Some, some, few, some, some cad tried to kind of seduce her. <laughs> cad. That'll be you, Dan. With yeah, your monocle. Turning up with your, your, your walking stick. And Mary your Jane, hat. yes. Her <laughs> husband's never around. He's I'm a, a nice Englishman. Come to England with me. Yeah. yeah, he's a knob. <laughs> he's a knob. Leave him. He's got spider powers. It doesn't what? matter. Look at yeah. my knob. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, oh god. Um, One from Dave on. Kennedy. How do you guys set guidelines for yourselves? Is it guidelines? I think it's guidelines or deadlines. Is it deadlines? Deadlines. Uh, deadlines. Yeah. Deadlines. Okay. Uh, How do you set deadlines? Oh, I do set them actually, yeah. and then nobody takes any notice of them. That's how it works. <laughs> you just have to be. Um, you got to set them and be brutal with them. Um, although it's difficult, like when when you're sort of working on your own as well, and you've got no. I think it's easier with deadlines if you have a certain event or or something yeah. coming up that you want the book for. Which is why Thought Bubble, like everyone goes into a rush and like gets loads of stuff ready for Thought Bubble and they have to set their di- deadlines because the printers need it by a certain time. Mm. A printer deadline is always one of the 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 big things. Um it's what we did when we did the Awesome Comics um four issue series. We yeah, were like brutal, right, man. Yeah, yeah. We want to make this deadline by this particular time yeah. in order to get it for this show, then this show because every we launched every ep- every issue at a certain a different show don't we yeah. so it was like right we need to get it all ready for in, in each one of us you know everyone involved that was, was a fucking hard year for me i'd put out two <laughs> fucking issues of vanguard and then 40 pages in that i remember yeah. the year was work yeah <clears throat> worth yeah. it though yeah mm. I would... I'm, when, when i set deadlines i do so i'll say can we have these by the end of april and then at the start of april i'll say don't forget guys you know end of this month is the deadline how's everyone doing i'll do that and then usually I'll get some messages, you know, two weeks after that saying, I might be a tiny bit late. I say, oh, okay. <laughs> and in my head, I'll know that um, we won't be going to print till the end of May because I've always, I've done a, um, what do you call it, a Scotty on it, you know, where I've exaggerated the deadline. Yeah. Um, so that's where I do it. I play with people's minds and their emotions. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, I think- uh, you got to have, uh, like, say, getting fit, goal orientated. You yeah. got to have, like, this is what I've got to be done by this time. And, yeah stick to it as much as possible because if you you just oh, i don't want to get it done i'll watch this fucking tv show i'll yeah. browse social media and then before you know hours are flicking by days are flicking by weeks are flicking by and you've not done anything i so think it, I, I, I think yeah i think personally as well it's better if if you're not the only person in the ship right um, down whether whether it be you know you could be doing the whole comic yourself but other people have like you know uh, you know like whether it be printers or other people working on it or something um because if you even if you post online this is going to release at this time yeah. you'll just put it off you'll just put it yeah. off it's it's like doing the washing up uh, it weighs done. heavily right. on my mind i, I yeah. don't want to be that yeah. dude but like when we was doing your comic tea i was like i'm not going to be the one that lets the team down i'm going to make yeah, sure okay, my yeah. one's yeah. on time i don't want to fuck everyone else over and i'm not casting aspersions on anyone who was late or whatever but i my work ethic will not allow me to do that i, I can't do it I yeah, I get you. Lose sleep over yeah. It. I, if it's for someone else, I find that I have to do it straight away as well. Yeah, I've got to get it done. Yeah, that's the priority. And that's, that's a lie because I've I've been a bit late with the script to four P recently. So, but I do find it it does weigh on me. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I find that I feel so much better if I just get on with it as well. Yeah. You know, nothing worse than just thinking, "Oh, I really got to do that. I really got to do that." It just um, makes yeah. me feel guilty. You know. 
so often you, you do that thing where you put stuff off and the moment you address it all that fucking this goes all that yeah. anxiety yeah, and kind of it does yeah yeah, yeah you've yeah. achieved something then haven't you? Hmm. yeah definitely yeah i don't want to kind of be look back at my life and as a creator and think man i could have done so much more if i hadn't just stopped fucking around and got yeah. creating do you know what i mean hmm. yeah i don't know how these people manage to watch whole netflix series in one night and things i don't know how they do it yeah i don't yeah don't know. I work a twelve-hour day, and then I have to. I do comics in the evening, and I don't know how people find the time. <laughs> Productivity-wise, you know, you part of my th- job, I can kind of like have a kind of because I'm setting stuff or designing stuff. I can have something going on, but most of the time, I'm not watching. I'm listening to it, yeah. so I don't put anything that I, I need to kind of pay attention to. Yeah, most of my stuff is writing stuff and analyzing stuff and yeah. data and things. I can't, can't have anything. Can't on. do that. Sometimes yeah. I even have to have like headphones on with noise cancelling on. You know, I can just to t- to- yeah, focus in. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I spent. I put it on another Slack group. The EOC. I put up. You know, where do people find time to watch the whole of Sandman? It came out like twelve hours ago, and someone said, "Oh, I have three screens at work. Two that I work on, and the other one is I have Netflix on." And I'm like, "And you get paid?" Yeah. See, like I, I always say, if I want to watch something and invest myself in it and say, "Right, this is a piece of art I'm going to consume and yeah. take in for everything that it's worth," I don't want to watch it on a flicking my eyes over every couple of seconds. I, 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 I I can do that with a fucking John Claude Van Damme film that I've seen a hundred times. You know, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, but when it's yeah. kind of like uh, I missed that. I've got to go back. I've got to rewind that. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. Isn't it? Yeah. What did he say? Did he say fuck you? Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, boop. <laughs> so yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. And we have um, a big question um, that we've discussed prior to the show. But we're discussed. Going to give an answer fuck to. me. You should have yeah, seen right. it ranted so the question is what can you you snap out of existence like it never happened vincenzo i may have had a moment before we started recording (laughs) i wish we'd have kept that did you record that because you could just hard cut that in now (laughs) i'm i i I was recording the audio was recording i'm not going to put it in because i don't want to put that energy out there i've expelled that energy um yeah. thank you to Eamon uh from the mega city book club uh for posing this um and and this is just my personal opinion no of it's course. not it's all of our opinion well, it's um, mine and yours because yeah. dan hasn't seen it um but thor love and fun thunder can go fuck itself yeah um yeah. and i got although that's a harsh judgment because I only got 15 minutes in before I got so well, angry. Well, I've seen the whole thing, and I yeah. agree. And then I went to re-watch it, and I stopped it after 15 minutes. Because um, I, I started off doing it by saying, do you think uh, Shang-Chi is the worst? Yeah, my argument is it's the, worst, it's the worst translation from comic to movie, because it's nothing fucking like it. No, it's only in name only, isn't a it? martial arts theme and turned it into a mm. fucking Pokemon movie. But Love and Thunder is, to me, the worst film they've made. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty fucking bad. If you, yeah. if you found something to if you if you enjoyed it, that's fair enough. This is you know as we always say, personal yeah. opinion. If you, so. if you enjoyed it, then I hope you like your jelly for tea. When we... <laughs> <laughs> is it Friday? Is it apple pie night? <laughs> um, but I think, and I was really surprised I, uh, at this. And like when we finished, when we stopped it. Joe was sort of taken aback. She said, "I've never seen you this this irate about something." But it wasn't like 
it wasn't one of those. This isn't my Thor because that I, I don't really have. A, I'm not that invested. It wasn't. No. It wasn't those things like that. And I think for me, um, I will give a shout. Saying- Christian, it, Christian Bale smashes it. I only saw him for for five minutes, but he's he's in a different movie. He did he did well that boy. There's about four different movies going on in that film. Yeah. You were kind of questioning the fact that it kind of shits on itself and the MCU in general. But it yeah. shits on the fact that she's got fucking cancer. In and it. I, yeah, I, yeah. I I I think I if I if I'm gonna look inwards, that was the moment. Um... I don't know if anyone out there has. A, I mean, I've I've had family family members that have or or are having experience with cancer and things like that. I've lost fucking yeah two members yeah. of my family and, to cancer. And, so and for me, and for me, um, it's not something. When I saw the scene, I'm actually getting quite emotional about it. When there's got to be the, some kind of reverence, surely. There's like, the, yeah, yeah. There is not to there is not to say. When you're talking about cancer and stuff, there can't be levity to the tales because yeah. levity is yeah. done in the right, yeah. done in the right yeah. way. Done in the yeah. right way, and we we will watch them and like very heartfelt. But but that for me, it was it was almost disrespectful. I can't. I, there's no other word for me to say it. And I was like, fuck this film because of the I've cancer. got no frame of reference what you're referring to here. It's no. just the fact that Jane no. F- Fon- uh, Foster Foster. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers. You've got that for, joke, uh, joke into my head before. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> well, that's a bad joke that's made. Yeah, it. Spoilers yeah. for this film. I think a lot of people might obviously know that that storyline is part of it, and certainly in the comics, it was treated with seriousness, wasn't mm. it? I, I believe it yeah. was a it was deadly serious. Because yeah, it was. Yeah, Jason Aaron didn't fuck. It was Jason Aaron who wrote that, wasn't it? it was, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't fuck about. It's a power. It's a powerful story. It is not someone sitting there getting treatment, getting t- chemo treatment. And basically acting like they're annoyed that they have to sit there and be, and being like, oh, it's only stage four. I was... Uh, uh. <sighs> yes. Can't I can't... I, yeah. Anyway. And I, I, I gave it another couple minutes and then I switched it off. But I think that is the that is the root cause of... I, I knew... Tony Not as good that, as the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Read the yeah, fuck it. Read read the Jason Aaron Lady Thor comics. Just fucking if you want if you want that story, read it there because you're not going to get it properly in this film. I or get, just go back and read Kirby Thor comics. Yeah, and yeah. realize just, the fucking grandeur of that character. Yeah, how beautiful yeah. it can be. They yeah. kind of sh- yeah. well, he's kind of shit the bed, isn't he? On it's like, yeah, it's almost like um, that movie they made Legend about the Kray twins, which I describe as a carry on film. Yeah. Almost like they've turned Thor into a carry on film. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and I understand like the, the humour part of it. Lots of people, you know, that's why a lot of people went and watched because they like Ragnarok, and there was obviously humour in that. But it was just, yeah, not not for me, not for me. And I'd, um, but I don't, bes- I don't besmirch anyone for liking it if if they if they liked it, then fair enough. But uh, that goes back to that question reason. we said earlier about like the benchmarks of like as a creator that that Tati Rakiti, I can't remember the chap's name. It's like if he's kind of been allowed unrestrained creativity and to do whatever he does and then like mm. he's done that it's like fucking hell man like <laughs> yeah you, you really misjudged yourself there mm. yeah it's yeah, really misjudged totally yeah yeah, yeah. what other yeah. questions we got v um right now we have uh once again ladologist any updated hey. recommendations for digital or drawing art devices is bigger better well, there you go or because you get some uh or because you get some of the same detail by just pinching and zooming in Ooh, uh 
Um, I will say, for me, when I chose to get my iPad, I went for the the biggest iPad I could. I'm not saying yeah. it's, not, it's not like a fucking A3, A4 sheet. No, A1 sheet. But purely because I'm so it's ingrained in me just having the A4 pad on my on on my lap yeah. ever since I was a kid. So I'm just used to that. I know the the zooming in is a wonderful tool that you can get details in and like you can do all of this stuff and the undo. That's great. But for me I went I know you can get smaller iPads and certainly people people work amazing stuff with them. They work with the with the Wacom tablets. They do amazing stuff. I think um as always it's finding what's best for you, knowing the best device for you. Like and ask around, get recommendations, whether it be from the programs some people are a procreate some people are a clip uh sort of um clip studio things like that um there are the tools whether it be the apple pen or, or whatever it's not just apple actually just whatever tablet you're using um when i was looking into it when i thought oh i think i'm going to try this which i did for a long time because these things as we all know any bit of equipment is a is an outlay it's an expensive outlay yeah. um and if you're in this community, if you're part of this community, or if you've just got friends who are like part of a creative community, the resource is there just to ask. And certainly, I asked several different people, and I had several different, you know, there was little bits of information. I pieced that together and figured out what I want. What was I going to get most from it? Um, for instance, like you could say, to someone, why should I get the iPad? And they'll be like, well, you can get this app, or you can do this, or that, or the other. That was white noise to me because I just thought. I only want the drawing apps. That's all I'm going to use it for. I'm not going to use it for social media. I'm not going to use it for watching films. I'm not going to even use it for... I have used it for reading comics, but I'm not going to use it for like reading books. My iPad is literally a, like a pad for drawing, um, which I need to use more. I've been... I've really I'm thinking of there. getting one of those digital writing pads. You know the ones where you can write on with a pen and then you oh, tap yeah. it and it becomes type? And you can print, you can email it to good? yourself and print it out. I don't know. I'm. I want to go and like road test one because it'd be cause, like cause super you, useful for me. Because you have loads of notebooks, don't you? you, you Mate, I've got two crates of notebooks in the yeah. garage. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can. I constantly write stuff down because yeah. I'd like to write in cafes and stuff like that, or if I'm on the train and stuff. You know, I'm not always at. I don't enjoy the process of typing stuff. I'd rather sort of scribble it down and make notes in the margins and. This sort of thing, and I think having the ability to tap it and then it becomes type. I'm, I must see if there's an um, an yeah. iPad version of that and stuff. Yeah, there's a couple of like um, uh, tablets that are just for that that have mm. come out that I'm having a little research on. It's yeah. definitely. Um, I, I don't know about you. Like we've talked like sometimes when we're on the go and we're using like the the Notepad app or whatever on your phone when you have an idea or something like that. You know, if, yeah. you, if you're just sort of walking, you have to activate another bit of your brain, don't you? Because you got because when I'm doing stuff like that. To begin with, I'm thinking about what I'm doing. If I had a, a pen and a bit of paper, I wouldn't think about it. I just scribble down ideas. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of looking at the keypad and trying to type it with my large sausage-like fingers, and typing things like wrong, and then maybe oh no, I need to go back and yeah. There's, le- there's less of that with a pad and a pen, isn't there? And I'm hoping just... it has a facility where you can say stuff to it and it types it out as well. You know, yeah, that would yeah. be good because it's got to be out there in it. That Speech for sure. text. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've tried that. It's more fucking around going back and editing what it's not picked, caught properly. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. I use it for capturing like I like sentences and ideas yeah. I want for writing or for work or stuff like that. You know, I use mm. it for that, especially if I'm driving. Yeah. Because I can I can say the S I R I word, can't I? And then you can say stuff into it. You know. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There's loads of tools. There's so many different tools now for everything, though, isn't there? Mm. 
mm. I think. Um, so, you know, in terms of updated recommendations, I don't have my ear to the ground in terms of the latest technology and lo- loads of apps, but certainly there's an awful lot of amazing You've artists. played with a few, D, haven't you? You've had a few different ones sent to you and stuff. Is that right? What, the art ones? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, I've not got my tablet next to me, but there's a... A 3D one I use for posing characters in is great for getting certain angles and characters. Mm. The Handy app is absolutely fantastic. There's a mm. shape something which you can like make 3D objects in and pose them, move into certain position and draw from. There's like an absolute wealth of stuff out there. There was one uh, today that uh, in that aspiring comic artist group where oh, there yeah. was a guy developing it where you could drop in object files and make them look like drawings like from a manga uh, so there's there's so much stuff i mean i draw with procreate on the ipad and that's an absolutely solid tool it seems to be the big one doesn't it yeah yeah it's concerning that essentially they the what's the other art studio one that everyone was doing using to use manga and stuff they they've changed their thing clip, from like yeah clip studio, clip studio. it was like a one-off fee but now they're doing like a subscription service yeah, subscription service yeah and i've got a feeling I was meant to bloody cancel that recently because I, I got both apps. Yeah. I, bought, I bought both apps when I got my iPad and I just I just found that Procreate was just better for me. You know, I just, yeah. And I f- fucking forgot to cancel that. I've just been... Uh, <laughs> I just had the subscription for another year so I'll keep the oh, studio no. for another year. But like, I was like, oh, bugger. It was like £20 or something like uh, that. It's not That's too bad. It's not yeah, too yeah, bad, yeah, is it? Yeah, That's quite reasonable. Yeah, it's not yeah. too bad. Um because I use Photoshop all the time, and the Photoshop app, the last time I used it, which was, was months ago, was terrible. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a lot things. of these sort of digital art apps, they have a lot of these filters and stuff like that in Photoshop. Like with Procreate, you create in the layers, you export it as a PSD, and you can take take it into Photoshop, and it's got yeah. all the layers there. And it's, yeah, it's lovely. That's, that's, that's how I use It does take a bit of prattling around. Like I, I, yeah. <clears throat> my work method is save it out as the file, send it to uh, like Dropbox or a yeah. Google Drive and then download it onto the machine you're going to do it on. Yeah. But you can't, like, say if that machine was the one your, the iPad's on, you could pop it straight in and transfer it that way. So there's there's loads of ways of, of doing stuff. Yeah. Just find the one that works for you. Exactly. I'll write it into a Word document. Yeah, I, I've got a Google document with all my Word stuff you know, when you do a story. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, my, so many Google Docs just full of absolute nonsense and drivel. I do that mental thing where you're walking along, listening to music, and an idea for the story pops in the head, and stop immediately, and then yeah. open to the Google Doc. Why do you stop? <laughs> I can't. If that moment, if it's, it's, it's gone, halfway, it's, isn't it? it's yeah. like a dream. Yeah, it's lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't cross the road while you're doing that, Dan. Yeah. Um, I've always said, man, don't don't rely on a me- your memory yeah. sorting out what's a good idea or bad. Can't mind my memory at all. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another uh, another great question uh, from Aaron Rackley. Um, if you could pick a genre for one of the others to take a crack at. Which genre would it be? Uh, Dan, Nazi exploitation. Oh, oh my bro. Yeah. God. Let's give that a go. Um, yeah. Let's see. For it's Dan, a hard one for Tony because he's done a lot. Vince, Dan, I'd ask you to do um, a book on the Marquis de Sade's fantasies. <laughs> All ages. Um, <laughs> Um, it'd be the new bunny versus monkey. That'd be, that'd be. <laughs> um, it'd be called Sad Bastards. <laughs> anyway, um, for Dan, I would pick. Oh, I would pick a sports. 
Oh, okay. Ooh, like Billy's Boots. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe, you know, I'll probably see something like NFL Super Pro or something when it comes to <laughs> Um, but then again, he'd probably just turn it into rollerball. Hands up, who wants to see Dan do a rollerball yeah. adaptation? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Man, I'd, uh, rollerball, I think that's ripe for yeah. I think redoing. so too. And uh, Tony, in terms oh. of what genre would I pick for Tony? Well, I mean, I mean, he'll <laughs> is take, it an autobio he'll, sexy comic? He'll, yeah. he'll take an. Uh, Dan had sports. You can have music. Who would I do a bio of? Who would be the person? Oh, I, I, do you know what? Frank Zappa. Twisted sister. Someone, twisted sister. Someone like Frank Zappa. I've read a load of bios of him. I read his autobiography, actually, yeah. Zappa. I'm a bit yeah. of a Zappa fan. Yeah. yeah. Are you talking about D. Snyder from Twisted Sister? Yeah, that'd be a good, that'd yeah. be a good comic, wouldn't it? Yeah, especially that. The new rock and roll comics. That moment when he was dragged into court um, to talk about music. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do vaguely, yeah. And they were like, oh. Was that the Tipper Gore thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, oh, yes, you're just, just unwashed. You're trying to ruin our children. And then um, he did something um, they didn't expect and actually have an argument back that was very yeah. well thought out. <laughs> He's clearly, uh, he was clearly much more off the meds then because well, I saw him recently in Sharknado 4 uh, and he wasn't yeah. quite as good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for your comment, T, what I'd get you to probably do is like uh, mm. a period comic. Send Ooh, a specific period. Yeah. No, time. Tony, not that kind. Of... <laughs> no, but like you could have it set in. I tell you what, though. I tell you what, though. It would be it comes out on a monthly schedule. Yeah, <laughs> hey. yeah, it gets angry. What? Like maybe have it set like in nineteen seventies America. Oh, I'd love or... that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love that story. Maybe like a. A story: A couple of the GIs come back from World War Two. You know the the, the beginning, of like the uh, Hell's Angels. All these soldiers came back, and then they bought the old motorcycles and started fucking around and getting up the shit. Yeah, yeah. Something oh, like that'd be cool. that'd be awesome. Vince, what'd I go for you, man? That's a tough one. Not Maybe. to stroke you two, you guys' Pardon? egos, but I don't, I don't think there's much <laughs> I could throw at that you wouldn't fucking kind of do well at. Oh, so, thank you. Uh, what would you like to see me do, Dan? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the crab the wheelbarrow what yeah. <laughs> i think you could do a, dra- a drama romance i think there's oh. something you kind of into, you're an into, old romantic into, aren't you? I, I am into a, character I, I would love to do like a rom-com or something just a, i don't yeah. know why i don't know why i think you could do it yeah, no it's, worries it's a very I'd, like, I'd like you to do it but when it gets to the sexy time it would be like proper 1960s sitcom with loads of yeah. why <laughs> <laughs> Why does it need to be sexy time, Tony? They're all, they're, there's, it's an integral part of romance. The um, he says, "Oh, oh, Vince, why don't you come into the boudoir and you know, Swanny whistles, kettles boiling, trains going in and out of tunnels. God, that bit at the end of is it the forty year old virgin where they just had sex and he's like, it suddenly turns into that musical number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The dawning of the age of Aquarius. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, and uh, let's, let's finish off with Dave Kennedy once again. He said, should horses be in comics? Yes. Yeah. Well, he said no. They should all get in the, horse racist. Yeah. They should get in, all get in the sea, stupid, knock-kneed, long-faced idiots. So I feel I it was I feel it was less a question and Dave just needed to get something off ben, his chest. Yeah. Is you want a message to the writer? 
He's working with. <laughs> so we're on a, a panel of a dozen samurai warriors and horseback running through the surf. That's easy. Oh, I, I could write that in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and so another comic was given birth to. <laughs> oh dear. But thank you to everyone for your questions. We talk nonsense. I almost got emotional. That was a... Uh, yeah. The once a year. I thought about you in the emotion. bedroom a lot. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of bedroom talk. Yeah. yeah. Bedroom eyes. Manny, not to uh, appear behind the curtain too much, but you went off on Thor when we weren't recording. <laughs> Earlier, that was you got quite excited. <laughs> we in the face. Not a happy bunny. Yeah. No, I, I was only right, reading no, the, fa- just... the face because it's quite humid in this room at the moment, and I've got I've got a fan on. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can hear it, but. Boy, uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Here comes the train again, going in the tunnel. Choo choo! <laughs> Train's almost at the station. I miss right. Will Hay, don't you? I was talking to the boys about Will Hay the other day. What a fan of his I was. What? I gave my dad a box set of Will Hay films. Oh, I've got that box set. It's yeah, good. It's, it's good oh, Mister Porter's in that. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Get educated, kids. <laughs> <laughs> right then, after all that fun, do we have any shout-outs this week, gents? Yeah, I've got a few. Um, so, Rachel Ball. Our buddy Rachel Ball is running a course through October and November at the Cartoon Museum, and it's called Create a Compelling Comic. It's an adult course, um, and I got a little, I'd text to you guys, and I've got a little bit of pride about it, because yeah. um, the characters that she's using to advertise the course are ones that she and I have worked on. Um, I'm quite proud of them. She's uh, she's just mentioned them on Twitter recently, which on um, social media nice. It was very nice of her. Go to cartoonmuseum.org forward slash events and you can find it. And it's going to be good if she's running it because she knows what she's talking about. I don't want to call her a veteran, but she was in Deadline magazine. Yeah, <laughs> in the nineties. Um, our fav- one of our favourites, an old favourite actually, is Nottingham Comic Con, and that's fast approaching. That's coming up on the 29th of October at the Nottingham Conference Centre, Burton Street. Guests so far announced are Roger Langridge, Sally Jane Thompson, Staz Johnson. There's more and more coming. Um, you can find the link by going to at Nottingham Comic on Twitter, and you can follow the Eventbrite link to book your tickets, and I highly advise you to. Um, there's a drink and draw this Friday, 16th of September, 7.30, 10 p.m. Everyone is welcome. And that's genuinely, we mean that, genuinely. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be part of any kind of club. Just come yeah. along, and we'd be lovely to see you. And you can either say something or not say anything, or you can have your camera on, or you can have it off, and it's... Um, just a friendly chat, and if you want some advice on art or just want to come and see art or listen to people talk comics or talk comics, and that's the place to be. Mm. Look at our social medias, and you'll find the link. Uh, Tom Curry's running it, so speak to him at this chucklehead on Twitter, um, and you, you, if you if you reach out to him, he'll send you the link, or we'll be posting it in, in the Slack, and we'll be posting it in the Facebook group, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, DUI, the comic, is still issue two. is still available. Um, have a listen to me and Eamon and talk to Damon on the um, Omen to That podcast that came out last week. I swear a bit, and um, huh. um, Eamon tries to get me to mention pegging, and he manages it. Um, but you've you gone buy... into reprints, hasn't it? Yes, so reprints, it's now yeah. been reprinted. So there's a second print of it now available, which is it's going good guns. Um, but if you, I think you should because I'm not sure how many how many he's done, but I don't suspect they'll last that long. So go to duicomic.bigcartel.com and you'll be able to get your copy. Also on there is the digital copies as well of both issues. So the first issue is available only as digital. Oh, cool. You can get a copy okay. of that. You'll see a video on Comic House, the first. Uh, yep. Um, 
Yeah, you can. And um, don't forget, £3 from each issue and all the profits from the um, from the digital copy, the £3 for that, go to Cancer Research UK. So that's the charity of our choice of this year, or, or um, Amos' choice. So he's worked hard on that, and everyone's done it for free. Hmm. We're going to do that. There you go, I've got a couple of ideas for DUI3. So, uh, okay. I've, I've like, given you a sneak peek on one. But, uh, yeah. I've got one. So, uh, yes. Hang on, I'll be in touch when near the time. <laughs> My shout out from Hellbound Media comes Faith Healers, Nephilim versus Demons graphic novel. Dark urban fantasy graphic novel where a secret group of half angel Nephilim work to protect their kind from demonic threats. Now on Kickstarter. Their logo is fucking great, Hellbound Media. Yeah, they're really good, good. Yeah. Uh, these guys, as they claim, they've uh, done 16 Kickstarter campaigns, funded and delivered since 2015. So when you back a Hellbound Media comic, you'll get your Hellbound Media comic. Yeah, I can speak about the last one. I got it within like a week of closing. There you go. Yeah. 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 And there's absolutely like a raft of extras and stuff they do on their their, their uh, Kickstarter there. Uh, so I would go check that out. They they could do have a bit of a boost. God, I thought they'd have smashed it by now. Mm. It, only, it has only just started, so... There yeah. you go. Go yeah. check that out. Faith healers. Um, and one more. If you're in the um, area of Bath on Saturday, 22nd of October, there's the BAM uh, Comics Zine Fair, um, of which a couple of us will be at. Yeah. 11am uh, until 3pm. Free entry at the Comedia in Bath, as I said. So come along. Pick up some uh, cool like comics, zines, arts, craft, all kinds of things are going to be there. It's going to be a fun, t- fun time. And probably a lot of nonsense will be spoken. Um, We're going to be at the VL, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. We'll be. Um, That's where the party will be on yeah. the table. Yeah. Party on top, regret at the bottom. Uh-huh. With a lot of regret in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but from things that you won't regret, let's talk about some uh, comics to recommend. Oh. Who would like to go first? I got the two again. Um, go on the table. Bookenders. Yeah. I five over the top. Um, <laughs> Eiffel Tower. First... My first one is Nemesis the Warlock, books one to four, an audio play, believe it or not. So slightly off the comic subject, but still an adaption of a comic. Original story by Patrick Mills, um, art by Kevin O'Neill on the original comic. Kevin O'Neill, Jesus Redondo and Brian Talbot. Um, Patrick Warner plays Nemesis. Keith Allen plays Torquemada. There's a voice from the past, isn't there? Yeah, Um, I'd have to look up Patrick Warner. Yeah, um, Roy McMillan is the narrator. Uh, Natalie Simpson plays the Freedom Fighter, Purity Brown, a favourite of mine. Um, this is the second wave of 2000 AD plays, um, and it's in company with Penguin and Audible. Um, I pre-ordered mine, God, about a month ago now on Audible, and then when it got to the day um, earlier this week, it downloaded. I think it's about six hours. I did the whole six hours, actually, and I absolutely fucking loved it. I, I really did. Um, it's an... It's easily my favourite. I've listened to nearly all of them, I think, and it's easily my favourite of the lot. And it's it, it captures the mood, um, especially from those early Kevin O'Neill strips for me. There's something... I don't know what it is about when him and Pat get together. There's something dark, but something darkly humorous as well. Does that make sense? Mm. There's yeah. sort of something gothic and strange and very fucking disturbing, but it's done with that sort of necessary, almost satire. Um, for those that don't know, our hero is Nemesis. He's a magical sword-carrying warlock. And honestly, one of the best designs in comics. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. Um, he kind of looks like a walking drag, humanoid dragon, I'm going to say. Um, what do you guys think? It's a weird one, isn't it? I've never yeah. really tried to put into words 
what I think he looks like. But it's, yeah, it's like a dragon. He's like his head looks like an arrowhead, just sort of yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. a living arrow kind of. Thing. And like he's got sort of centaur's legs, almost like horse yeah, legs. Yeah, like yeah. backwards kind of legs. Yeah, and in that sort of clever way, um, the the villains are the humans, um, led yeah. by the alive, not alive, resurrected, sometimes zombie. Sometimes there's a bit of a spoiler. Something else happens to him. Um, fanatical fascist um, talk, Thomas de Torquemada, um, who is um, who wants to exterminate all alien life hmm. in the war to make humans the one pure thing in the universe. Um, it first premiered in Progs One Six Seven in July 1980. I remember buying it, um, and the the book is um, very very close to the comic and follows it all the way from the terror tube all the way through um, to the end of the Gothic Empire book. So it's the first four books. Gothic Empire book, I think, is the one that Brian Talbot drew. Um, um, the Terror Tube is, is a great one to start with. It was almost like a short story, and it's about a trans-world, trans-dimensional tube highway, like a car highway, and um, f- like bumper to bumper with vehicles all the way you know, t- to the end of the horizon. And just full of these sort of scumbag human race people. But abroad in the tube is Nemesis in his craft, which is called the Blitzspear, which looks like an extension of his himself. Yeah, that's great, that ship. Yeah. The, the front it's alive, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a creature. And if you go right to the end of the audio plays, you get the episode, you get the the prog where they describe growing it and he, how he's, you know, it becomes his ship sort of thing. Um, and it's got that, it does it in chapters per prog almost. Uh, so I think you get like 50, 60 chapters and it's done almost like a prog thing. And it feels, it's just, I don't know how to put it in words, but it really feels like the comic on it as an audio play. It obviously doesn't have the benefit. It's a weird one, isn't it? So it's probably the weirdest comic to put into an audio play when you think about it. Because I can't it is, even imagine it, yeah. Yeah, it's so strange, isn't it? But it manages to make it. I didn't, I, I, I finished listening to it on the way back from having breakfast with my son today and I still had five minutes to finish it and I sat in the car on the driveway. Oh, listening nice. to it you know it's that good we get um groben donk who was um who's his sort of um whose nemesis is familiar he wasn't he was previous to that un- great uncle bowls um, um little creature that used to help him out um the talkamada stuff is good um and nemesis is isn't always the main character in it sometimes he's he, he becomes more and more so but occasionally it's actually talkamada who's the central character yeah. in it um but it's 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 really good. The only the only thing that I kind of feel a bit about it is um, Pat. Well, there's two things on this. So this, when you think about it, Nemesis the Warlock is part of this extended what people now refer to as the Middleverse. So when you think about it, Invasion Stroke Savage is joined up to the Robusters, is joined up to the ABC Warriors, mm, yeah. is joined up to Nemesis. So you've got this huge decades long arc of characters that somehow link into it. I won't spoil about who Deadlock and nemesis are in relation to each other but there's there's an interesting link then and the abc warriors appear in this as well i was saying I, yeah abc warriors pop up then there nemesis yeah they do yeah in the gothic empire road road jaws and hammerstein and more metquakes so well done in this yeah just brilliantly done i remember as a kid reading metquake and thinking fucking hell you know um and it's it, it's such an iconic series but two things, the first, chronologically, when I spoke to Brian Talbot at the um, Luther Arkwright signing, I said to him how excited I was for the Nemesis War. It's his big favourite of mine, you know, mm-hmm. the Nemesis War- Warlock audio play. And he went, oh, sorry, what do you mean? Do you mean the Luther Arkwright play? And I went, no, 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 the, the Audible, I've just um, pre- pre-ordered it for Nemesis Warlock. And he didn't know about it. Uh, that's, that's a yeah. shame. And I said, 
I emailed Pat about it and said, oh, you know, I'm really looking forward to this. And he didn't know about it either. And he's tweeted about it, I think, since. Um, I don't know. What's going on there? Um, I don't, I don't know. know, man. That's bad. Man. Yeah, it's not great. It's definitely not great. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. It's a strange thing, kind of, comics in regard to that regard. I was reading other stuff this week about stuff that happens to people's creations. And that's like, I never envisaged that happening. And this, this yeah. is where we're at. You had a conversation around Punisher, didn't we? Yeah. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad. And it's it's so idiosyncratic. It's so well written. It's just satire. And it's every, these are sort of strange words that became just our vernacular because we read Nemesis Warlock, you know. Yeah. Um, I love the ABC Warriors, I think, of everything are my favorite characters in 2018. I absolutely love them. And they're so well portrayed in this. It does give you that OG 2018 feel. So it goes through the world of Termite, volume one. Uh, Credo, the Alien Resistance, Volume 2, The World of Nemesis, Volume 3, and then The Gothic Empire, when it really becomes sort of long-form storytelling by this point. You know, it starts off as lots of little stories, and then it joins up into this massive sort of saga stroke arc, you know? Um, but great fun. I don't think you need to necessarily be a 2000 AD fan to enjoy it, because it's, you know, it's the, they say, don't they? It's the movie of the mind is the thing they say, don't they? But mm-hmm. it really does. it really does. It brought back, I could see... The of Jesus Redondo's art, I could see Kevin O'Neill's art in my mind as I can, I could see Brian Talbot's art as I was listening to it. But uh, if you can, you'll be able to find um, Nemesis Warlock trades and stuff. You can mm. find them on the 2000 AD. This, like, so this, like, this is like five hours as well. What do you, I mean, are these um these audio? Because I I love like audio plays and stuff like that. Yeah, I've, I've really gotten into them. I noticed they're on like on Audible. I mean, I've I've literally because I've had some credits on Audible that I need to use, so I've just immediately just got this. Oh, okay. good man, nice one. Uh, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has uh, this got like it's a cast reading, but do they, they have like sound effects in it? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. it's all that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what are the other ones like? Because um, there's also like Slain the Horned God. Slain's was... good. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it as much as this one. Slain's good. The Dread ones are good. Um, what else have I got? I got a Halo Jones one. Um, yeah. I think there's a Rogue Rogue Trooper one just. Yes. Out, there, there, okay. There, there yeah. is a Rogue Trooper one because I've I've got that. I, like I said, I've you like some... Rogue Trooper? Do I've you? got. I'm a, I like <laughs> Rogue Trooper. Um, I've I've got some credits ready to be eaten up. So. Um, yeah, and yeah. they all, all of these ones seem to be like a good couple of hours. So. Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah, for the price, if you got um, you you clearly subscribe to it. V. It's a good way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, you know yeah. that's the way I do it. It's cheaper to do it than just Some, going and buy. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like you. I think it's like seven ninety nine a month or something like that for an audible. I've forgotten what the price is now, but I haven't used. <laughs> and you have these these times where you buy audio books and then you you properly take advantage of it. But then like a couple of months go by, I'm like, oh god. I'm just you collect. You can have the maximum of six credits, I think, and they just stack up. I'm like, oh yeah. god, what am I going to listen to? So stuff like this is like, oh brilliant, yes, I'll, I'll have that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll have that. Because like the normal price of like an audio, but if you if you didn't have an account, it, it would cost you like twenty five, thirty quid for these sort of things. It's yeah, it would yeah, 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 it would. yeah. The only shame is it's not. I'd love to have like a a, a, a vinyl record Phys- of it or something, okay, you know, physical, yeah, physical media of it as well. But yeah, yeah. I, for, before I go on as well, I should also say that um, whilst we did see that feedback from Pat on Twitter and I did experience that conversation with Brian Talbot, we have given 2000 AD a right to reply, but they they yeah. just haven't. So we've we put it to them and they just haven't told us Fair enough. what their side of the story is. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's very interesting as well. I did notice that um, when I clicked on the Pat Mills credit, it took me to a different, because Pat Mills obviously... Pat's got uh, another book on there. Oh, yeah, he's got BPLB Vigilant Behaves on there, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah, which is a great... He reads, which is great. That is Uh, really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But that's on a different... um, 
if you click on the Pat Mills on the Nemesis the Warlock page, it takes you to a like a where that's the only title. Oh uh, right. Whereas on the Pat that's Mills, I know because I've because uh, <laughs> I've got the um, Be Vigilant. Um, but yeah. if you click on his credit there, you can see that book and Slain the Horned God. So I don't know. Oh, why. Right. I don't oh, they know. fucked up the links. It might yeah, just be yeah, a cataloging yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, it. that's right. Yeah. 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 Um, also, we've got Accident, Accident Man Two coming out. Have you seen yeah, the advert for that? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, you look like you look like Ben Affleck's face has melted. He says, "Fucking genius." <laughs> I look forward to that. Yeah, the advert for that is off the chart, man. It's brilliant. They've spent. I see. I clearly think they've spent a few more quid again yeah. than last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is done well. We'll try yeah. this again. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I love it. Uh, so, Dan, what would you like to recommend? Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, Clear Run by Art92 Comics. Uh, and this particular one's by uh, H, uh, Helena, story and the art. And it tells the story of uh, them adopting their dog, the, the, the Marty. I'm not sure if he has a name before. Uh, I don't think they... Yeah, they talk about that, don't they, I think? Yeah, and uh, how their, their dog Marty, which you can now uh, see if you, you follow either Damien or Helena on uh, the socials, they'll post up their picture of Walk with Marty. And it, it sort of details his life from before they meet him and then they adopt him and take him in as part of the family. It's uh, heartwarming. Very, very, it comes across very real, very true. Uh, when there's a sequence when he's he's in the house and if you've ever had a dog in your house that's like a new, they whine, complain and bark uh, for the first week or two, didn't they? Well, they get used to their surroundings. And uh, that sort of really hit home with me. It's hard because they, they, you can tell they're upset or nervous, but you can only do so much to sort of try and get them over that. And it's sort of slow and steady wins the race. And uh, the the joys of dog ownership and add, add into your family in that respect really come across in the book. It's, that, it's a, a lovely comic. And uh, yeah, Helena's come on absolute leaps and bounds since a first yeah, scene. Good. Yeah. When did I think I'd get first... a pull quote on it actually. It's quite nice of her. Yeah. Would make you want to get a dog. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm trying to think the first time I saw her do comic book work. Was it with you, Tony? No, I think it was before that. It was in DUI 1, wasn't it? She DUI 1. Henderson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we saw her before. She had a little green bike. She did, what's that horror, f- horror comic she did with Damien? Oh, about, shit. About being right. in the house and catching. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She did that one, but she's come on absolute leaps and bounds. And this mm. is another kind of j- massive jump forward in her art style. So yeah. love it. Mm. Uh, art nine two. Uh, if you check out art nine two uh, com, you can buy the buy the comic through there. And they've got a uh, pre mortis uh, galaxy grappling alliance, and then uh, that's what it's called. Yeah, Helena also uh, runs drawing courses that she's done YouTube videos for. So go check them out now. Nice. Uh, my, my 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 pick. Give your voice a rest for. <clears throat> have you a lem sip while I <laughs> while I take over? Um, my recommendation uh, for this week is from Edison Neo. It is the fourth issue of No Brainer. Obviously, we have shouted about it when there has been a Kickstarter campaign. We'll shout about Edison's work whenever we get the chance. Um, and this came through. Um, <clears throat> the printed copy of this came through the, my door earlier this week. Yeah, me too. I've got mine here. Um, yeah. And they're lovely little books. Um, what sketch did you get, V? Um, I... Did I get I don't know what I've got now. 
I got um, the OG Captain Britain when he had a staff. Yeah. That's what I got. Good choice. Yeah. I prefer the other costume. But that's by the way. I haven't got the stuff. To, I've only got the comic here. To... Okay. Um, yes, this is the, the solo comics anthology. Um, two stories in every one. Um, with so much more. There's the ongoing story of Thumgard. Uh, Final mission, chapter four, takes place here. Where the the story sort of further develops characters um, and both gets you find out a lot of like backstory to a character. I don't I don't want to spoil it because you people need to get issues one to three and then get picked up because it starts off as just being action and then he slows the pace down, but it's still hugely entertaining, very interesting. I lo- I love the fact that like that he hits you with the action and gets you invested. And then he's feeding you like the character and the backstory and stuff as well as it goes on. Um, but the art is absolutely stunning in that. And and the cliffhanger is one of those, oh shit, things things are getting real um, in a really in a really fun way because this is fun comics. And uh, this it marks the first appearance of Kaiju Cash, which is a story I know Edison's been uh, working on some time. I believe he t- he spoke a little bit about it when he was on our show. Last. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like uh, giant monsters destroying cities, and uh, and also a little bit of social comedy. I mean, it's it's an action comedy kind of strip, but there's a bit of social comedy in there as well. Commentary because there's very much rich people uh, gambling on um, basically when kaiju's come out and fight each other. As soon as that happens, people start betting on them. Um, the people who are invested in this have. To add to add another layer of danger to it, the people that are involved and, and bet have microchips in the back of their heads, and if they lose all their money, they go boom. <laughs> um, so, and it, it picks up with one character who made a bad investment on the last kaiju battle and desperately needs it to go right in this next one, in the one that's just about to happen. Um, it, I, I was. It's delivered. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Um, this is like a a black and white tale. Thumgard is is full color. Um, and I love the way Edison sort of uses. Um, it's almost like an ink wash start start to his art in this. Um, there is when you think oh because everyone thinks about kaiju's well almost being fun now, don't they? People think oh Godzilla's smashing a city and stuff. But these are monsters that are also eating a lot of people there are there's a lot of death and destruction in this strip um but it's almost the backdrop for this character story going on i won't spoil it the, the way it ended the way it built up was was brilliant there is action in abundance there's a he takes a moment where um you've got like these actions but then there'll be a couple of splash pages there's, there's a couple of double page spreads one is a sort of landscape which is amazing when you see two monsters fighting each other and in the foreground there are people with their smartphones taking pictures someone's taking a selfie while these monsters are fighting in the background and it's those little moments that I, that made me think that's what it would be like probably for some people they would totally take that moment during what is essentially a, like a disaster happening to go here I am with this monster um but yeah, 
it's like the action comes thick and fast if you like flying monsters a, a godzilla <laughs> edison also references it afterwards uh with his fun, a funny old old grandpa character at the beginning the first after the strip's done he goes well what do you know king kong doesn't make an appearance appearance in kiramon you ripping off godzilla now derivative crap um he says <laughs> that about his own book which i think i think's amazing <laughs> Um, good old Grandpa Cassius, um, who is always the he's the start and the end of of the book. Um, I can't recommend No Brainer enough. It's it's a it's fun comics. It really is, and we say that about all Ed- Edison's work. This is the sort of um, it'd be too big for us soon to talk. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. I'm sure um, he's chuckling while he listens to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's um, a talent. Yeah, and I tell you what, I'm so glad. I discovered Snake Claws from the now, let's face it, defunct comicsology. Um, because it's just, I, I, I will buy all of Edison's work. And, you uh, keyed us, am I right? I think you keyed us in to Edison. Yeah, I was, I was talking yeah. about, yeah, I yeah. was getting the Snake Claws issues, weren't I? And each time it's, it, it became a point where it's like, hang on, I think I've recommended every single issue of this as it's come out. And it's like, oh, like, oh, oh, right, okay. This is, uh, definitely need to talk to this guy and if you've heard the shows they go back to our, our past shows edison's edison's great so um i'm sure uh he's got an idw a series coming up soon um which he is he's the artist for um and so you know it's going to look amazing um but i i still look forward I, i'm looking forward to that and whatever come comes next and also if you follow him on instagram or social media and stuff you see like the commissions he does for people there's Jesus Christ! I what like his Yosagi Yojimbos. Ooh, just so good, so good. So go, so go follow him, get his work, uh, and more. Feels like um, I almost feel like he's sponsoring us. The amount of times I've uh, <laughs> I've said something nice about him. Um, he definitely owes us. He owes us <laughs> I do like the fact that him and Martin are now going to meet up at the Singapore yeah. Comic Con, aren't they? Yeah. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. 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 We want we want a selfie of them putting the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, um, but Tony, what else have you got? Um, so the last one is Lisa Party. Once there was dancing by Sean as a party, published by Fat with a P, P H A T Comics, FatComics.co.uk. Um, it's been a few months since we chatted about a book by um, by Sean, but the um, his works a permanent a, a permanent fixture in the small UK small pressing and also on the shelves at Gosh actually. Um, he was a few tables down from me at Bridlington. We did a bit of a sort of comic swap, as we all want to in the small press, aren't we? And this one is the new one. I hadn't seen it. Um, for those that haven't seen his stuff, much of Sean's work, when he's not working with Gareth, because um, we heard about that, didn't we, when Gareth was on, yeah. um, is um, autobiographical in that, in its nature. And this one actually addresses some interesting events in his life with a sort of, I don't know how to put it, maybe a sort of melancholic humour, maybe. Um, somebody looking back at their life um, that has changed sort of significantly and looking back on the good things and the bad things, you know, I think the, the, the mistake that people do when they do autobiographical comics is they don't really dig deep. They don't really go there. They don't admit to the bad things, the mistakes they've made as well as the, the, the good things that have happened to them. And this does, this does that it's a thick a five color comic and it follows the ups and downs of his early life in London. Um, when he was running club nights and restaurants and pubs and stuff like that in sort of various degrees of success, in mostly around the sort of young young London scene. Um, and you, you see the sort of reflections in the choices he made um, and some things that have changed and some things haven't. Um, 
he doesn't always paint himself in a glorious light, which is kind of good for a comic. You know, makes it interesting, isn't it? Um, including some fashion faux pas. Um, a leather a leather beret, anyone? I know you, you're prone to wearing a leather beret, V. Um, <laughs> oh, but, always. Uh, yeah. Um, there's, there's some outbursts he has, you know, some sort of drunken violence happens. And, um, he, you know, he, he allows that to, to be in the book as well. And he all he sort of bookends it with old and young reflections and your, your life gone by and I won't completely spoil it because I think his stuff is really interesting. This I think is his best cartooning. Um, he uses a lot of sort of flat color in it um, in in some nice ways, um, but he does really put himself out there, which I really admire in a creator. And I think it really suits this style of comic. Uh, there's a genuine honesty to it. Um, and if you meet Sean, we had a couple of chats. Um, he came over to the table. I went over to his table, and we had sort of, you know, sort of humorous chats about the bloody woman singing on the stage, and you know, this sort of thing that were going on. You know, that were quite funny. Um, yeah, so go and find it. Um, if you go to, as I say, if you go to fatcomics.co.uk, you can find it. It's always on the shelf at Gosh. If you're going into Gosh, solid, good quality, reliable, insightful, and a sort of valued member of the UK small press. I'd say. There you go. That's mine. Unlike this show, but we truly yeah. appreciate you listening to us anyway. There you go. You've got lots of recommendations um, yeah. to, to go forward into the week with. We hope you have enjoyed us us three ranty old men <laughs> talking about comics <laughs> and, and more. But no, no. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us. No matter where you are in the, the world, if there's anything you want us to talk about or shout about in the next coming weeks, um, we're... Um, Rolling up to Halloween as well. Oh. Halloween. Yeah, we haven't yeah, got a guest yet for Halloween, have we? I'm working on something. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, but you'll find out more about that soon because we do a Halloween special every year, if you, did, if you didn't know that before. Where we just talk about horror comics for a, for a show. And uh, so look forward to seeing what that's all about. But if there's anything else you want us to talk about, then there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us, awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod, where we'll be—you never know—we'll be throwing out questions. We'll be retweeting great comics and great comic stories, and just promoting nice stuff in the world that you should be checking out. Uh, if you do uh, Facebook, go to facebook.com/slash Awesome Comics Podcast. There's a great community of people on Awesome Comics Talk over there at the moment, as is there is an amazing community of people on our Slack channel, the Awesome Comics Podcast Slack channel. is full of different chan- uh, different groups. That you can uh, from like kickstarters to art to just just fun draw-offs and etc um get in touch with us if you want to uh, join that and we'll add you and there's just a wonderful mm. um, group of people on there uh thank you for listening to us whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on apple podcasts yes you then then just subscribe and like leave a nice review um we're, we're, we're that review, have we? we are voices on the internet, so we have deeply fragile egos. <laughs> that, that, uh, Did you hear us earlier going on about how we don't care about reviews? Yeah, yeah, lying. No, no, but yeah, we do, right. we do, because we need this to um, really sort yeah. of give our lives meaning and value. I so mean, we ain't got much else going on. If no, this no, is no, not no, validated, no, we're fucked. No, no. no. Yeah. As, soon as, we, as soon as we start recording, <laughs> we just look out and out the window for like seven days until we record again that's what we do so we need a nice review thank you very much and if you listen to us on any other networks such as spotify amazon stitcher podnose podknife what are the networks we on tony we're also on pod be pure be vigilant pay decent royalties legit mic drop mic drop yeah uh, <laughs> can't say any further than that boom so, boom boom um, boom boom boom, boom. <laughs> 
Right, Ma. Where's my plate? Anyway, um, where can people find us online, etc.? Tony? Neveronanything.com. There you go, Dan. You, for the moment, you can find me on Twitter at Vanguard Comic, and you can read Vanguard at VanguardComic.com. I've finished issue 20, and uh, that's with the proofreader now. And uh, I kind of fucked up because I've done two double page spreads. One of them starts on the right hand page. So I'm going to have to somehow address that. <laughs> I don't know how. Add another page in somewhere beforehand. Uh, I don't know. Put an advert in. Yeah. yeah. None, none of the other books got adverts. So kind of. Uh, okay. Just you, can, you can write something. Just do I'll it. have to put another splash page in. Yeah, somewhere. splash, splash, splash <laughs> page of a landscape. Lovely, you, don't, you don't think about sunrise. Web comic, do you? No. Just uh, fuck it, add another page in. Yeah. Always learning, our butcher. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I'm constantly fucking up. <laughs> at least you're going up. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me on social media at Jester Diablo. Um, if you go on YouTube, you can know uh, the mid-season finale of Safe Space is on there at the moment. Yes, the, the tabletop role-playing show that I'm doing. Um, we've done eight episodes of that. Go back, watch that. I'll probably be promoting it on my social media anyway. If you like people rolling dice and me trying to terrify them on a weekly basis, as I do with these two every week. Uh, Have you got like a like a set story you're going through, Vince? And when it's done, the show's done, or is it an ongoing thing? It's a homebrew. It's an ongoing homebrew thing. Oh, it goes as long as it goes. Yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll see. Although I have paced it out, it's going to be like a season rather than like. There's not going to be like. We'll get to a certain cut-off point that will be naturally right to end the season. If you know what I mean. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're, we're on a little sort of break at the moment. Um, but the latest episode's mental. So go check that out. And uh, thank you for checking us out as well. We hope uh, wherever you are in the world, you're you're doing okay. You're happy, healthy, making comics and just in, enjoying life. And we hope you enjoyed the last two hours of us just going... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's my plate? Um, Go on more. more. Come back here next week where we'll be talking about more indie comics and making them. And no doubt there'll be some sort of. We'll we'll go off the rails somewhere. Marv set fire to the laundrette. (laughs) (laughs) So while you think about what that is, thank you very much for listening. (laughs) <laughs> wherever you are some you Americans know, probably listen to say what the fuck is that <laughs> yeah they think about that like most of the anyone from the from the world who hasn't watched insert a soap opera name here um, <laughs> they just think we talk a load of shit and they wouldn't be wrong yeah but but we, we love you anyway uh, even Tony does <laughs> so, so thank you for no. listening from Dan Tony and myself have a brilliant week read loads of comics and as always they should Stay Stay awesome. awesome. Bye, everyone. See you later. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You miserable fuck. (laughs) 